Saltburn, written and directed by Emerald Fennell. I have a poured myself a big cup of water this morning because a, a cold cup of water because it's a lot to talk about. A and I, I'm sure I'm going to get a little heated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you've got your cold water ready to cool big, you down. Tall glass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think there's a lot to say here. A lot yeah. to say. Definitely. Definitely. So I want to start by talking about this one was on my radar for so long, well before there was a trailer. It came out, I think, in November. So before that, we loved Promising Young Woman. We had so much to say about that one. We fell in love with Emerald Fennell then. And then the trailer came out, and I was like, eh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of, like, the artsy beautiful movie that's like navel gazing eat the rich nothing really happens I just thought like Emerald Fennell's a big deal now she's just throwing money at her and it's gonna be about nothing oh boy yeah yeah (laughs) if someone had told me it's beautiful and I I felt so thrilling I was on the edge of my seat Mm -hmm. but not in a like a sugar wet, like a sugar rush way. Like, oh God, mm-hmm. oh God. It was more like, oh boy, oh boy. I was luxuriating. Unnerving. Like the thrill. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you I, said, it, you text me like, what's going to happen next? Like what, yes. what, like it's that kind of feeling. Like what's yeah, happening yeah. and what is going and to I happen? And I know this is not going to go well, but I don't know how it will not go well. And that was what I was really waiting to see at every turn. <gasps> I don't remember the trailer. So was it not clear that it was like a psychological thriller kind of a... It must have had some undertones, but it wasn't. I mean, it, it, it definitely had undertones, but I just thought it was going to be slow yeah. and boring and beautiful. Because it looks like a beautiful That's Caravaggio it. painting, basically. It, the whole setting, it yeah. is stunning. Stunning. Yeah. Which it is. It lived up yeah. to that. Right. And, but. you know, I, I heard satire. I'm like, all right, it's just going to be... Yeah. Navel gazing, I thought. I yeah. there's so much substance, there's so much, so much in this movie that it was not. I also did not really realize where it was talented Mr. Ripley vibes. Yeah. Frankly, I think it was the talented Mr. Ripley I had wanted to see. I didn't love that movie. Uh I, I, yeah, I, I'm I was hooked from the opening monologue. And every step of the way, I was 100% in. Yes, you were, because you were texting me along the way, because yeah. I, as you know, <laughs> also had it on my radar. I did not see the trailer, but I just had it on my radar since it really not way back when, more once the buzz, once it had come out. Yep. And obviously, because of Emerald Fennell, we, it's anything written, directed by a woman, particularly one who we already love her work, is on our yeah. radar. But... I just, I, I thought, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Same thing I saw. I was reading all these articles before I even saw it about these scenes, these now infamous scenes. And yeah, I so wish I, I had, this is a ch- place where I wish I had wa- read something. I think if I had read anything, I would have been like, oh, I'm it. Oh, yeah. But, and everything I read was yeah. like, no, thank you. I'm not. I don't. <laughs> if you read an article about that bathtub scene, you're thinking, oh, let me go watch this. No, I'm thinking, I'm not. I'm thinking, what the hell is that? Um, but again, because it was her, I would have, I, I was going to do it. But then, yes. as you know, my yeah. friend put it on and she's like, we're watching this. I already saw it. It's amazing. And I'm like, 
All right, I wasn't really in the mood. It was so weird to me. The first half, I'm like, and I, I didn't want to watch it then. I was over at her house. I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, it, yeah. I wasn't there for that reason. I was there for something else. And she's yeah. like, let me just throw this on. And I, I wasn't in yeah. the mood. Anyway, I still thought it was yeah. so weird. As you know, I was like, WTF, I don't know what's happening here. But I still emailed you. I still thought, let me see. Yeah. Because ah, I don't know. Like, there's something. And you yeah. then watched it and asked this is because what I, was I was like for, not in i was not gonna right. do it i was just like i i there was understand. a hurdle we both had like a hurdle to get into a it a big hurdle yeah. i just didn't know what the movie was really about and i was like emerald Fennell had a lot to say in promising young woman maybe she wanted to go the other way and just yeah. do a like uh, to show off her directing prowess right i i was I was mistaken. Well, and as we know, we've just been talking about Greta Gerwig. People do completely different kinds of movies. You're right. She could have sure. gone to, this could be a period piece for all you know. I yes, mean, exactly. Yeah, if you didn't read, you know, stuff about it, which you yeah, don't typically. I didn't. So yeah. had you, you would have gone the other way. But anyway, I'm glad that that pushed you over because this was, like I said, this is what I was hoping for is that you would love it and yeah. then get us to do it. Although, let me just say that absolutely tipped me in a different direction. But what really got me here was we were supposed to be doing The Worst Person in the World. Oh, yeah. Which is a movie I am obsessed with and love mm -hmm. and uh, have so much to relate to and so much I want to say, but I'm like afraid I don't know how to talk about it yet. I don't know how to process it. And so to not do that movie, I was like, huh. I'll just do something on else. The, <laughs> yeah, on the front of my mind because Kate just emailed me. Let me just start that. And like I said, I was incredible. I was absolutely hooked from the first, mm. from that first moment, the, the opening monologue. Now, you say you weren't in the mood, and I get that, and that, mm -hmm. like, when she put it on, and that clouded that. But on, so I kind of thought, then you and you were like, okay, I'm rewatching it, oh, yeah. that it was going to have been a different experience, but no. I don't think it was. No, no. Yeah. And, and this is, you I mean, listen, yeah. this is a very, we were just talking about this, this is a very divisive movie. I mean, literally, there are headlines. Like, is this the most divisive movie of the year? Like, type headlines. Oh God, yeah, really? yeah, it is. There are, it's so polarizing. It's okay. not, I want to talk about this later, too. But it, it, this, yeah. it's, it's, it's for a certain person. And, like, I thought of what you always say about, I think this is your favorite um, line, art should comfort the disturbed yes. and disturb the comfortable. This is yes. a perfect example of that to me. I am disturbed. I'm the comfortable yes. and I'm disturbed by this. And perhaps yes. you're disturbed and comforted by this. Like, I don't yes. think that, like, this expression I was not disturbed of yours. in any way. No, because you're, you, yeah. you, this was yes. your jam. It like, comforts me, yes. Yes. So I just felt like you've said that expression before and this felt like the perfect yeah. representation of that to me. Sure, and so sure. I am clearly of the other camp here. I can. We're going to talk about mean, it. And of I the camp of the people who should the, absolutely watch this movie. No, I'm in the camp of I do. I am in the I. This movie's not for me camp. Right, but that's what I mean to say. You that camp is the exact people who should watch this movie, right? Because if it's supposed oh, to disturb, so that, well, like, I yeah. guess. But a lot of people yeah. don't watch for that reason. They don't want art for no, that reason or movies for that reason. Not. So, yes. so I wouldn't say they should. Definitely if that's yeah. you know. Oh, I would. No, yeah. I'm saying they should. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But so, but listen, I mean, I will say like this happens to me a lot. Then in preparing for this, 
Yeah. And the more I read about it and the more I think about it, and of course, I, I still continue to love Emerald Fennell. I think hearing a lot of what she said about a lot of these scenes and things, I have so much respect yes. for her mind and what she's created. But it, this just, yeah, I'm in the other camp yeah. on this one. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. expect like heated debate type thing. Like it's yeah. just, it does, it just doesn't land for me I, in certain yeah, ways. I get it. Yeah. I get it. And there was just so it. much WTF. Like my notes are literally, and I, I told you, I read, there was another article, all the WTF scenes in this movie. And I'm like, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. My notes are what the fuck? What is this? What am I watching? WTF. Literally all the yeah. way through. Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, now I've read about it. I know what she was doing and I know it's, yeah. the, but it's still, yeah. yeah. It, it's like an intellectual and, exercise, not a feeling those things for me. Yeah, because when when it is visceral, I have mm-hmm. those exact, I think I have those exact same feelings. But to me, when that lands on me, that's, I've never seen this before. And oh, why yeah, that's, haven't I ever yeah. seen this before? And my God, this is brilliant. And mm-hmm. wow, like, where does that come from? Oh, so yeah. I, I think it's the exact same. But sometimes we feel like we're watching different movies. I feel like we watched the exact same movie and just had different expressions yeah. of those feelings. Yeah, but like, I think of like Fair Play, which is why, which there's a similar scene here with the blood um, and the sexual yeah, scene. Right. And and that one, I remember watching that going, that that hooked me in that movie. I was like, what am I watching? I've never, oh, it yeah. was WTF. It was what the yeah. fuck? And wow, yeah. this is the opening to this. And I've never seen anything yeah. like this in a movie. But it, and in that, it, it it's it's not the same. Like to me, then that yeah. I understood. And it felt like these felt like a series of these possibly, and this is the knock on it, just to be provocative. What did mm. it serve? Like, is it just too far? Is it gimmicky? Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I love that, those moments where it's like, oh my God, I've never seen anything like this. If yeah. I feel it sort of, you know, serves the thing. I don't know. There's yeah. just a yeah. lot of these here for me. Just so yeah. many. <laughs> so do we want to talk about some of these scenes yeah, instead of like vaguely walking around them? Yeah. Yes. I mean, my first should. one is the opening. Yeah. It God, is. This is. Yeah. The foundation. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's wistful. Uh, I just was so taken. Mm-hmm. And the question of was I in love with, in love him? with him? I so mean, good. is that so yeah. intrigued, right? Yeah. And yeah. And usually when someone is like I mean, I, I do appreciate the love I w- I loved him. I loved him. God, I loved him. But I wasn't in love with him kind of like I like that intrigue but I'm always like hmm the lady doth protest too much let's Mm -hmm. go see what what is this really Mm -hmm. Uh, although I do think it ends up being true but it was very intriguing and hooked me in from the start oh yeah that I actually that I thought was a perfect opening just masterful that like that question like did I love him you're right it's immediately you're like well, and then you see that montage and these wistful yep. scenes. and But then for him to say, I wasn't in love with him. Yeah. And she said... She Emerald says, Fennell, I love him, but I wasn't right, in, was in love, love with him. With him. Yeah. And Emerald Fennell said, like, it, I wasn't in love with him. That first line is a lie. Mm. And it's so true. It's like this movie yeah. starts with a lie. And mm. then 
it that's perfect for the rest of the movie that like yeah. he's lying to us from the start and lying possibly to himself but I was gonna say yeah, yeah. I mean that just yeah. falls in on itself right yeah. um yeah. and then just you know an unreliable narrator but it's just that to me like it was it starts with a lie and I just thought that yeah. was so good yeah 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 but but we have no idea yeah right? we have no, no idea we don't know who he's talking to until the end yeah. and all that yes uh, my next scene is just again where I was like, I think it's like minute 15. I was like, oh God, I'm so into this movie. It's basically, I think, a rom com montage. Oh. When he is at the bar, meets Felix, Oliver meets Felix. He's already saved him with a bike. Uh, Felix saves him right back and gives him the money and acts like he has no idea where it was. And they proceed to do shots and the next day Oliver wakes up and he, it's a close-up of him in his bed and you know that he's hung over but you're like oh did it go well did it not go well and then mm-hmm. we have this like montage of them dancing there's just like this beautiful it's instrumental so music mm-hmm. ah I was so I, they're in the club they're dancing he and then he, he's that. asking about his parents tells him the story I don't see the much mental health issues there's Mm -hmm. cuts to them having these kind of intimate conversations I loved that no that was very much a rom-com vibes of them yeah like the meet cute getting to know each other you know having fun sharing things and the music I mean our music is always so good so yes um, yeah I did like that yeah, I felt like this was the only moment, though, that it was a real, uh, it felt almost like a callback to Promising Young Woman. That, yes, I was just going to say, it yeah. was a lot like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what's next? I mean, I have mine, by the way, I have my WTF scenes and then my, you know, like I have a group oh. like that. So, yeah, oh. like how I had set it okay. out. Um, okay. So, but it doesn't, so I don't, I don't always know the order that they came in, okay. but um but yeah, that's how I did it. Um, so okay, I, so yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I think the go bathtub's ahead. the first one though, but um, but I that's can't a, really jump a to W T F. Yeah, that's yeah, a W T F. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. W T F are the the bathtub, the what she calls the vampire scene, which is you know Venetia and him and the um, yeah. the grave. The, the yeah. most, they're oh, probably so the good. most talked about. Um, <sighs> but um, so yeah, no, I know, and yeah. then. And the twist, the twist is, you know, when they go to his house is also pretty oh, shocking yeah. and, and talked about. But, but I mean, he's playing, like you said, this whole, well, they're getting to know each other and he's sharing his story, but he's playing this very, like, Dickensy character, like an Oliver Twist. Like, we think he has yeah. this whole, you know, sad, sad story. And then so Felix is the golden prince and he's like, just come to my house. So yes. I did actually love... Before we even get to the WTF, I loved when he gets to Saltburn and he gives him the tour, like mm-hmm. all, um, Felix. Um, and it's just so like, this is just so him, like, you know, like, oh, I fingered my cousin in that hallway and like Shakespeare's folio and dead rally, dead rally, you know, like just <laughs> yeah. the whole like his wealth and how he doesn't even notice how like obnoxious that sounds. Um, but also just like Jacob Elordi, I don't know. I think he's I think he's fantastic in this yeah. role because he's like 
is the prince and he is so privileged, but I mean, he's really like, he's just very disarming, very earnest. You know, when yeah. he helped him in the pub in that time when he like knew he didn't have the money. So like, yeah, he's one too, where you're like, is he a good guy? But, but then you yeah. see that, I mean, he's, he's, he has no sense of like anything because he's yeah. just been so privileged. Um, yeah, except I don't know. I think he he does. I think that's and I, I think there are references to how he kind of collects yeah. like oh yeah, you know, people who are less fortunate than him. Than him. You know, Benicia says like uh, I like you Oh, I like you better one. than the one last summer, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's so, adoring fans maybe. Yeah, that he does he is aware of what it is and that he gets something from it. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and look yeah. how, I mean, obviously how he treats women and, you know, like everyone's sort of disposable to him. Yeah. And, you know, the only requirement I think is that you just adore him, um, yeah. which, you know, Oliver, Oliver does. Does. Uh, clearly obsessed with him. And so, the, yes. yeah, that does bring us to the bathtub where now they're yeah. at Saltburn and he's really creeping and watching him masturbate in the bathtub. Which, you know, that I was fine at that point. I was like, all right. Yeah. This, this desire yeah. for him is boiling clearly over into obsession. Um, yeah. And so then the water drains and this the shot is really incredible, though, of just, I, I mean, I guess she face. cut a bathtub in half so they could. It makes you know, sense because you yeah. really couldn't do it. You couldn't. Like, you couldn't be positioned that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's so yeah. that he's right over the drain and sl like slurping the water and right. such a close up on his face certainly falls into the I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, she I this love. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say I was just what the hell. Now, the first time I saw it, though, my friend was literally like, oh, my God, wait till you see the bathtub scene. Wait till you see. Now, I had already and I'd already read about the bathtub scene. So, uh, OK, yeah, I was like, OK, it's a bathtub scene like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, but I was going to say what Emerald Fennell said about it, which helped me a little, but... but Okay. Uh, she said, she says, um, to me, the bath... First of all, the bathtub scene is one of the first things she ever thought of in this movie. Mm. Oliver, the character, and she had a vision of him, his face. I mean, she didn't know the actor at the time, but like Oliver and a, this bathtub scene of him. Yeah. So that to me already, I'm like, all right. That that helps me with that because I'm yeah. like this is she yeah. thinks it's this is fundamental to the movie. I mean it's yes. it's one of the first things she thought of, um, yeah. but she said to me the bathtub is just an incredibly erotic scene. It's all the things that something stirring should be, which is funny yes. and intimate and shocking and revolting and unbelievably sexy. What I was trying to make with this film was something that felt actually true about the nature of desire. For desire mm. to really take you in its grip like it does in this movie, it has to be, to a certain degree, transgressive. It has yeah. to be something you wouldn't necessarily want people to see. That yes. makes sense to oh, me. That, so then I was like, all right, good. that makes sense to me. It does. Oh, what I love about this scene, I love the scene. I agree with everything. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I actually just think bath water is revolting. It so is. I I don't take baths. I know lots of people love baths. I don't take them. I think they're so gross. I don't want to sit in my own filth for any period of time. So that's actually the part I found revolting. 
I, which is probably not what anyone else did. I did think it was incredibly sexy. What it is is the progression progression of it. Like you don't know what's going to happen. He puts his face down already. I'm like, yeah. okay, you know, like, yeah. um, he puts his face down and then he kind of just parts his lips and yeah. you're like, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. And then, then it's like, then it comes to like opening more and maybe like slurping in. And then when he tongues oh, yeah. the drain, I was dying. Mm. I was dying. I thought it was so hot. I know yeah. you're making unbelievably a, a, se- like well, a, she she agreed yeah, unbelievably sexy erotic yeah no I was it, it, but you yeah. admit that bat you in particular think bathwater is disgusting yes and yet yes yeah. right but and we can get to this with the one although I don't know that the, I think it's more that people think his ejaculation is in yeah. there and that's disgusting right but I'm saying I you thought that was so yeah. hot and you yeah. yourself find bathwater disgusting even putting yes. aside ejaculation in it yeah but. Yes. But you know, and again, this is, we can get to this with the Venetia scene too, but it is, these are examples, she's saying, which I do get of like desire that is so strong that I want to consume like all of yeah. you, mm. even the yeah. disgusting parts, right? Or even yeah. your, your dirty water or your blood yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And if you think of it that way, it's like, what's is, the highest form of I desire yeah. you and I want all of you? Well, yeah. then you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, perfect. I mean, it, it's, yeah. I thought it was perfect. And, and I love what you said when you said what she said about uh, that it's stuff you don't want people to see. That is, I think, the epitome of desire. Yeah. It no, should I, that, be, mm-hmm. you know, between two people or, or in this case, one person, the, the way you feel about someone will make you do things. Now, it does cross lines, but that to me was just an indication of what was to come. Yeah. I didn't know it the first time I was watching, but I was like, this guy will go to lengths yeah. that, you know, and maybe it's different if they were in a relationship already and you want to drink the bathwater. Yeah. Maybe that's a different like conversation, but this is so one-sided, but it's also so manipulative. It's so mm-hmm. desperate. Yes, desperate. And yeah. so that someone who makes up that their dad died because you hear overhear Felix talking to the girl and is like, you know, he's a weirdo, no one likes him, and then mm-hmm. experiencing how he felt uh, annoyed by him, that Felix was annoyed by him, and he was desperate and he had to do something, and that's why he made up that yeah. his dad died. That then, if you don't have the bathtub scene, when that twist, when that reveal comes, mm-hmm. you're just like, that guy's ju- like it, it, it. It's almost more shocking, but it's so in line with this character. With, with the character, yeah. yeah, and he will just yeah. cross over. There are no lines yeah. um, with him. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, mm. yeah. so yeah. good. The bathtub. So the fucking bathtub. good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Got a step. Yeah. So the next WTF we want or or I kind of just talked sure. about the Venetian one but but that was another one where I I can't say I've never seen anything like this on TV because yeah, yeah. we I di- would I, not have put this in my by the way I in my best scenes this would not be part of them it was a good scene there were a million mil- good yeah, scenes I, yeah. I haven't listed them all I didn't I agree I didn't think it was something I had never seen before I didn't find it shocking or any, like I was like 
it was a good scene. But I wouldn't yeah, have highlighted I, it. I think that, I mean, that people obviously are talking about it. I mean, I don't think we think it's nothing we've never seen before just because we just saw this on Fair Play. But on Fair Play, I said in that movie, I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. Um, but now I just did, it did stick out to me. I'm like, is this a thing now? Like, are we going to see this? Like, yeah, I don't know. I think when I, in Fair Play for me, it was that I never saw it as an opening. Oh, and I never yeah. saw it as what I thought was like a romantic moment, yeah. right? Yeah. It was, it, yeah. That this is, yeah. But that's what I'm so saying, that, that this is now an expression of desire and and being so into someone that you're willing to do that. Yeah, I, I think, think I've seen it in that way is what I mean. But fair play was different. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. not period sex. This is very, this is licking yeah. the blood yeah. that came out. Yeah. I have never seen that. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and this one, I mean, this is what she calls the vampire scene. I um, mean, he mm-hmm. says that obviously, like, I'm yes. a vampire. Which is the only interesting part, of, or the, yeah. the most interesting part about the scene are the two things he says. Yeah. That you think I would be concerned with something like that, right? right. He is. Yeah. He's got a long game here, lady. Yes, a very he long does game. Not, yeah, he does not care about licking some blood. And no. then, good thing I'm a vampire, which yeah. felt, it actually it's lucky felt a little for you on the nose. Vampire. I'm like, yeah. okay. No, oh, but, no, it definitely is. Um, yeah. But I also thought this was a good example, a really overt example of his ability to manipulate people and to use mm-hmm. what you know he knows about them to his advantage. And her, he, she had already learned about her eating disorder from her yeah. mother and just this like psychosexual control. And so I don't know. I thought um, that that part was you know where he was like, "You're going to eat tomorrow." Like the whole thing about making yeah. her eat at breakfast the next day. And yeah, um, yeah, but but. This is what what Emerald Fennell said, which which I was alluding to with the bathtub scene. It's like she thinks it's an incredibly effective sex scene because he's worshiping her body and everything that her body produces, and that's not something that anyone has ever done for her before. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. But I that's I good. think that goes that's yeah that that part was interesting to me that that showed the ways in which he can really like find people's weaknesses or what and then manipulate it, which is going to be part of obviously yeah. his entire plan. So. Yeah, it, to me it was a mirror of it was the 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 pushing of the scene with with Elspeth earlier with mm-hmm. um, Rosamund Pike when he says like he, they're kind of chatting and he says it must it's not easy being your daughter and she's like uh what does that mean and he says he waits a beat because she's annoyed and she has now he has her full attention. And she, he says, you're so fucking beautiful. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's the counterpart to that. That's yeah. how you get to, to her. This is how you get yeah. to her and daughter. He knows, yeah. and, and, and this is him. Like, this is what, you yep. know, the mastermind that, of him. Yeah. So. Yep. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Well, what about the, what about the twist? Because. Well, well okay, wait, wait, let's go. I just want to go back to finish out that after he takes a bath and there's that scene of him so sinking down into the tub oh, yeah. with that bright redness on his on uh, the his chin that was incredibly gorgeous and then it cuts to the dinner table now there are so many mirrors and reflections double images used in this movie throughout but for me this was the 
one that was so stark and I was like, whoa, as soon as I watched it was at the dinner table. It's like he's got the candelabras next to him and then there's another Oliver below him in the tux with the two below. I just, that one really got me. And Venetia's mad uh, because Oliver is now kind of blowing her off. And it, we all know, she knows, and he knows it's because it's Felix. And Felix was mad about hooking up with the, his sister. And she says he never liked to share his toys, even the ones he doesn't want to play with anymore. People keep thinking that this is going to hurt Ollie. And I don't think it does. I think it just drives him to to do more. So oh, I, yeah, that was I a agree. great scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. So at some point when they're out born, I mean, I, again, we're lo- not necessarily in order, but I mean, I was believing, I don't know about you. I mean, I knew there was probably more to the story, but I, and that maybe not everything he was telling him about his upbringing was true. But to me, it was, I was not expecting this. So I, it does. I feel wasn't expecting him to get caught so soon. Soon. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. then usually yeah. you would think that would maybe be further out in it. Um, yeah. So. I mean, you know, this, that, that that was from that moment on, then you're like, oh, oh, shit. Okay. So yeah. that's like sort of changes everything now. Like you yeah. still don't know exactly what got, his plan is, but you know, he's been lying. And we've got Oliver on an absolute high at this point, right? Yeah. By the way, I, I can't not say that line that Rosamund Pike, Pamela, played by Gary Mulligan. Poor Pamela. Oh, she, <laughs> she, yes, poor Pamela. She, and she dies and yeah. Oh, yeah. there's no fanfare about it and she, yeah exactly she's dead and Rosamund Pike without missing a beat obviously the character mm-hmm. she'd do anything for attention attention oh, so she had some great good. lines yeah, yeah. Elspeth yeah mm-hmm. yeah and and we have come to a part where to me this is like different from uh, talented Mr. Ripley. Even though intelligent Mr. Ripley, the Matt Damon character, Tom, he gets, he ingratiates himself. He really does. And we always have um, uh, Philip, uh, wait, Hoffman? Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Philip Seymour yeah. Hoffman. Yep. Uh, is always, he's kind of the Archie, um, or the fairly uh, Farley, yeah. mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Farley mirror, where he's like, I don't trust you. I'm never going to trust you. I I don't buy it. You're You're not here for the right reasons. But Matt Damon, the Tom Ripley character, ingratiates himself, but he doesn't transform in the same way. I just feel like Ollie was like really awkward and scary and somehow it like didn't even like didn't look good in the beginning. And by now he's like relaxed. We're seeing his body. He's tan. I'm like, when did Ollie get hot? What like what yeah. happened here? Yeah, he like, loses the glasses. He does look tan. Yeah. He looks suddenly fitter. Like the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's 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 a different person. He's yeah. soaking up the the vibes of Saltburn yes. and the money and the privilege. And you suddenly it makes you more beautiful, right? In a way, yeah. more attractive. And that's what I think yeah. money and wealth does to people. And but you're saying it here it literally so... does. Like he actually yeah. looks better. Yeah. Which and helped because it was hard for me to watch his face on screen for the first before that happened. Not oh God, lie. that reminds me of that line. Uh, yes, ugly. I, 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 I fear of ugliness. Hor- I'm going to talk hor- about yeah. 
or, or, or father always said to me, no, I know what, no, now I, I, don't now have, I have to know, I do. She says, okay. I have a complete and utter horror of ugliness ever since I was very young. <laughs> <laughs> I so agree. Uh, I agree. She's I'm sorry. fantastic. Elspeth, but totally I agree. But in Tom, in, in The Talented Mr. Ripley, he did those surface transformations. He did take off his glasses. Yeah. He did show his body more. But somehow it just didn't. And I think you were supposed to. It was supposed to amp up on the creepiness, and here it it uh, is a little disarming. You're like, it, uh, yeah, I, he's all of a sudden he's like not creepy, and I know he is because I already saw the bathtub scene and everything. Right. So he is creepy, but I'm forgetting it easily. Yeah. And yeah. Because you're yeah. watching again one of like him transform, but also like that montage before it where they're like partying and playing like. Uh, yeah. tennis in tuxedos and drinking champagne yeah. and like yeah. laying in the gr- like it's beautiful and everyone looks attractive and they're having fun yeah. and yeah it's just the whole thing so when you get to this then the rug being pulled out like this was all yeah. a lie and then yeah. afterwards Felix being like what the fuck I gotta yes. cast you out now but yeah. up until that point yeah we were we were with Oliver and in, in yeah in, in it like I don't know and I knew that that wasn't gonna hold yeah you just know you, the feeling mm-hmm. but I didn't know how it would be pulled out from under him oh right. boy right yeah, yeah. but we yeah. still have to have his birthday party I guess sorry his yes <laughs> and and you know but now this is making him crazy because he wants to just talk to Felix and talk to Felix you know because yeah they sort of well, left what about it the whole the scene at home yeah how how did you feel about that well, were you like of course, or no, because you know, I was like, so surprised. I really yeah. was. It was a twist, um, you know. And so the extent of his lies, like who he's lying to, everyone, because even the shit his parents are repeating about what he's told them about school is yeah. also lies. Like you didn't even need yeah. those lies. Like yeah. the the lie, the big lie, was that they're alive and he has siblings and all of all yes. of the. But then even within that, to his own parents, oh, he's on the rowing team and he's this. It's like, oh, you are actually a pathological liar. Yeah, yeah. With a much bigger agenda here, whatever that may be. Yeah. I just felt like it was like he, there's so many layers to it, obviously, right? He knew exactly what Felix would want to hear from him. So he did that. He knew the dad dying was probably a, you know, a, a, cur- a curveball for him because he felt like he was losing Felix and didn't know how to get him back. And he ha- had to have him feel bad for him, but not in a like, feel bad for you, like, ew, kind of way, but in a compassionate way. So that was probably done on the fly. But I just get the sense that he is someone who, because of the layer of the parents, he just is bored by reality and life. And no matter how he no matter how good or bad it is, he just wants to embellish it. He wants it to be more. It's not enough. And so that I thought that scene was brilliant for that. That's actually a good point. I never think of it that way. Um, right, that, that he wanted to make himself and his life and everything more and more interesting. Yes. And one way you can yeah. do that is by, yeah, just creating a yeah. fake one. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And just taking taking everything and bringing it up to a 20 yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, on the volume instead of just living life how it actually is. Right, right. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. 
Uh, so the so, Midsummer Night's birthday party. Yeah, yeah. We'll feel it. This gets to the deaths. I call them the deaths, but one, the first, the first yeah. one is Felix. Summer Baby. Did you yeah. think of that? Did yeah. I did not think of that. Oh, yeah. interesting. Party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he's yeah. either a Cancer or a Leo. That's what we're going yeah. with here. Yeah. I, well, I mean, it's summer. Yeah. We know no, it's summer. That's right. And actually, summer's coming to an end. So I feel like it has it's to probably be. a Leo. Oof. Leo? Yeah. Does like attention, clearly. <laughs> Love. <laughs> Likes to play characters. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess it's um, possible it could be Virgo, but maybe in the UK, I think their summer ends earlier. Yeah, that's that's so, probably true. So, all right, I had not thought of that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, first thing I thought of, I'm like, what? Who's going to tell me the date? I need to know the date. Yeah. <laughs> so great. <laughs> Got so a birthday great. here. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I what, loved so this party. Yeah. That. Oh, did you? Yes. I. Just, yeah. loved it mm-hmm. the costumes, costumes. Mm-hmm. i thought everyone looked so hot it was yeah. so good that's I the loved idea it. yeah oh that's yeah, it was the gorgeous idea. yes and he's just getting increasingly desperate though now you're just seeing like that he wants to talk to felix and let me explain like following him around and felix is just like done with him and he can't this is where he starts to unravel did you think he was going that Fe- i was surprised when felix died but again, I, I don't know why I'm ever surprised. You know I'm surprised by so many yeah. things. But yeah. what, what did you, I, you? Yeah, because if it's it's comes down to like one of those, if you can't have him, yeah. you want him dead. No one should. If you can't have him, no one should. Yeah. Which is a popular trope in kind of revenge thrillers or, yeah. or these love gone wrong thrillers. So yeah, yeah. I was more surprised by the whole home situation. I oh, just, yeah. I knew things... I knew that twist was coming. I knew a twist was coming. I didn't know it was that twist. Right. So, and I yeah. didn't know Felix. I don't know. I was surprised that he went so soon, I guess. I was like, Felix? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah and the, the, but like the, you said, he's more desperate. And Felix is just clearly done with him. He has no more, you know, like uh, magic in his pocket. Ali has no more magic in his po- pocket to pull out that... Felix is going to come back. He already did. The dad died. He got called mm-hmm. out on that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. He's not going to be able to get him back. Him. Yeah. So yeah. he wants him dead. Yeah. And the way the family reacts. I mean, Felix's oh. dad is sort of like, like over him, like crying the Minotaur statue in the background. What's his name? Ollie with his antlers on or whatever he's oh. doing. Oh. Very. I, I don't know horror angles, but they said there's this like, an off-center Dutch angle, which is very common in horror movies. I wouldn't know what that means, but I see what they're saying in terms of how it's cut. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the maze, that was incredible. Um, That was so good. And they put that throughout. You know, again, they they had planted that seed a long time ago. So I knew that was going to be part of it. I immediately thought of The Shining. Yeah. It ended up being, uh, yeah, yeah. But then just the lunch after, the way the, that was <gasps> incredible. That scene, oh, oh my God, so how they good. just keep going on oh. as if, you know, and, and Venetia's like crying and her red wine is overflowing, which is a preview for later too, when we find her in the bathtub yeah. and the parents trying to pretend nothing happened. Sit down and eat the bloody pie. And yeah. then the butler, 
as if he should He's close breaking. the blinds yeah. so that you He's can't breaking. see them take his body past. And then mm. when they shut those curtains and the whole room looks this red overtone red. like they're in hell. Yeah. Jesus, that was, yeah. I thought that was an incredible Which was also, scene. I agree. And, and, and that red, the red curtains was also set up because they mm -hmm. talked about how sunny and hot it is. And it's never sunny and hot mm -hmm. in the UK and mm -hmm. how... How so? You could imagine that they have these beautiful red curtains that are never necessary because if they were necessary, you would close them and the whole room would be cast in this blood-like shadow. And so it, that was already set up too. I thought that was so good. The acting in that scene was incredible on every level. Every, right. person, every person in that room, mm -hmm. yeah, and how they're desperately trying to act the way they know they're supposed to act, mm -hmm. which is calm and quiet and it, with decorum and they're falling apart and they can't handle it. And it is, I, I thought it was amazing. Yeah, amazing. the stiff British upper lip pretending nothing's yeah. happening is just falling apart. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was incredible, that one. Yeah, so good. So he's got to start taking out some more people here though. Um, he's got to get rid of some more people. We have to get to Venetia. He gets rid of Farley too. You know, he gets him wait, banished. But you're not. Wait, 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 wait. You're not skipping the the grave. Oh my God! Because I had it up in my WTF scenes, and I yeah. sorry. Yes, you're right. Um, yeah. No, no, that is like the biggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was going. I forgot. So Duh! It comes after his death. Um, yes. Yeah, the grave. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which was improvised. Did you know that, that scene? I did. It was not supposed to happen. Um, yeah. What do we think of that? That is, to me, the absolute number one WTF. When it, when when yeah. he, meaning what am I watching? And yeah. you wouldn't think by this point I would be shocked still by scenes in this movie. And yeah. yet, when we got to that, I actually said out loud, oh, God, oh, no, oh, no. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because I actually immediately thought of Ghost Lover, the short story collection by oh Lisa Tadeo, yeah, yeah. and how okay. we talked about like grief and desire yeah. and how they can be so mixed up and oh, yeah. how sometimes grief spiraling, spiraling out of control can lead to desire or desire is an armor against grief so that you don't feel the grief, you wanna feel something else and so you mm -hmm. feel that desire or that yeah. grief creates this deep, like God-shaped hole that you try to fill mm -hmm. with sexual desire. I just immediately thought of that. I thought it was so spot on and so perfect and I was blown away. I also love that it mirrored the progression of the bathtub scene. Mm -hmm. Where first he just like lays his yeah. face down, so he's mm -hmm. laying on the grave. Not a great idea. I don't. Doesn't seem like a good idea. Takes off his shirt. Uh, I don't know what you're doing. Right. But right. then, where it goes, and it how it goes to the desire of the act, and then it goes to the the that now that that is expelled, mm -hmm. the grief really can come comes, out. Can come his out. His body yeah. is racked with sobs. Uh, yeah. I think that incredible is a really good point about it being an extension of the bathtub scene. Like, and that's why it wasn't in the script. He was just supposed to lay there and kiss it. And what what Barry um, 
Kogan uh, said on the red carpet of the of the Golden Globes the other day is he wanted to see what Oliver would do next. I wanted to see what the next level of obsession was for him. And to me, that that's what came out naturally to him in character is exactly what you're saying. Like he felt yeah. like, even though that wasn't there, that, I mean, that must have been, he must have thought, well, what would someone like him do to take it one step further to get that, you know, and, and that is that is what came out. And I do think, yeah. Like it you was said. sparked, though, that by Emerald Fennell, because you're right, it wasn't in the script, mm-hmm. but she said to him right before they started mm-hmm. filming, she goes, do you think Ollie would unzip? That's mm-hmm. all she said. Oh, oh, I didn't read That's that. all she said. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, close the set. Yeah. Let's, let's mm-hmm. play with and this. And it was one take. Wonder. Yeah, and she, but and then I heard her talking too about what what you do with it in editing. Yes, that was improvised. Yes, that mm-hmm. whole thing is there. That that happens so many times when you're filming a movie. You have all this material, and part of it is knowing where it has to stop, what gets included, what doesn't. And she wasn't sure. She said though, if you stop mid act, it's a gag, right? It just looks like okay, he's fucking the grave, right? Like, Which is what lots not, of people say, by the way. It's just fucking right grief, but yeah which isn't what's happening though and mm-hmm. that's why the scene goes it goes on. on so long yeah yeah she needed the whole emotional and, and, journey yeah and she's like okay so uh, if you get to the end of the act and cut it there then that's really desire and that's not what this is this isn't desire this is grief masquerading itself or or being used as armor or protection against it and so you have to let him go all the way to the end, which is laying there sobbing and sobbing. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. part. I, I listen, the grief the being the, the flip side of, or part of intense love and obsession. And I get, I think what you're saying is interesting. It's like he needed to do that to unblock that, to get to the, the emotional closure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if, if he had Ali is a Ali. Well, it's an attempt. A, it's something that's really futile, yeah. is what she said. I mean, that's what he's trying yeah. to and do. It's but it's probably a, a more real moment than it's like a, it's a it's a timeout from the game that he's playing. This long game that he's playing to go. I really felt something. I really this. But you're saying a lot he can only on get and, to that by jerking off. Like I, I mean, I. I yeah. That's what I get it. Like you needed the he. You needed. Is that the only thing that could have got to what else was what he going to do? Was I he going to hold someone's hand? Was he going to go to well, therapy? Well, he was supposed to kiss him. It, well, the, the, well, what he, she thought when she wrote it was. Now I understand yeah, yeah. in the moment he took it further, but like when she wrote it, she thought that that would be she. He could just kiss it, and that would be enough. Which I understand when you think crazy. about it now, it does sound seems like, insane. Yeah, this is a guy who like, said his dad died. <clears throat> When he didn't mm-hmm. die. Yeah, yeah. Like, meaning it had... That is not a person who, who just, like... He could have said, it. my dad fell. He right. could have done anything to get himself... You're saying he's an extreme kind of yeah. act. Okay. That is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Ollie does. Yeah, Ollie yeah. does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's very yeah. weird to me. Very weird. Well... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's so, the graveyard so, okay. Scene. So as you said, she, the body count is going to go up. Yeah, I thought Venetia's scene in the bathtub was incredible. The monologue and and how she oh, is the moth. Uh, 
Yeah, but um, it's Stranger Danger. Oh my God, I thought that was so good. I mean, she is fine. She's wasted, but she's yes. finally someone is calling him out. Somebody sees him for what he is yeah. Um, yeah. at this point, and that's her. And she's but like, she's always done that. <clears throat> she has, but this right? is really now. I think she suggests. I think she thought there was something off about him before, and that maybe yeah. he wasn't who he said she was. But she's basically like. To me, it was, I know exactly who you are and what you did here, yeah. Um, yeah. which is now much further than what, because, I mean, he hadn't killed Felix then. I mean, now, you know, yeah. you know, she's like, you hardly I knew him. I have to say, I was not sure he killed Felix at this point. I, at, when, that, when I wasn't Derek until was, this. I thought maybe she, that that was what I was starting to gather. But I agree. I was, it wasn't clear. I mean, at this yeah, point, 100%. A, no. Yeah, because we see him walk away from Felix. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we yeah. wouldn't and know. And say, I'm done caring about you. Right, but that's yeah. why this monologue to me was indicating that she knew. And so I started yeah. thinking, you know, I mean, you hardly knew him. You're just a stranger. Yet here you are right in the middle of it all. Stranger fucking danger. I loved that line. Uh -huh. um, and I think you're a moth. Quiet, harmless, drawn to shiny things nagging up against the window just desperate to get in well you've done it now you'll eat us from inside out you ate him up and licked the fucking image see to me that was like she knew i was like oh so he killed felix like and she knows yeah. it and so now he's got to kill her yeah that was how uh, you know and then she's you know sitting in her own blood in the bathtub and i was like okay and here we go yeah that, it was when she died that i was like okay Ollie's behind yeah. all this. I don't yes. know how, but yeah. he's behind it's it. It's true that I yeah. wouldn't know that he necessarily was the one who did it, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. When does he get Farley banished? Um, or do we only find oh, that out at the end? before the party. Yeah, it's before, before the, party, the party, right? Because, but, and again, we didn't know Felix did this. It's just looked like that he had tried to steal some of their expensive pottery or whatever or sell. Yeah, you Ollie, you mean, Felix yeah. didn't do it. No, right? Ollie set up Farley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to make yeah. it look like he did that. But we didn't know that then either. Yeah. This, um, yeah, well, I, I, I think we, uh, I thought, I did. I don't know. You don't I thought find it was out until the end when you see that he took his phone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's a okay. good, yes, it's a safe assumption at the time even. Yes. Yeah, because I think at the party, Farley is like, you got to do better than that. I'm always going to be part of this family. Like, if you think that's going to get rid of me, that's not enough. Right. You have to do better than that. But I love that he said, you know, this is just like a blip for you. You're going to yeah. tell your fat kids about this someday, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. this is a, just a summer for you. But he was wrong. This mm -hmm. was never supposed to be like a summer for him. Mm -hmm. He always had a bigger plan for this situation. I, and and he was saying like this, you, like gesturing his arms out wide to everything, the party, but also Saltburn and... I don't know. I think he was really wrong, obviously. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then what? Then we're getting to um, towards whatever we call the end. I don't know what. Yeah, well, see, this was a lot of it for me was the yeah. ending. Yeah. Was, was this already. The ending yeah. to me was, was, was good. I, it didn't, I don't know. I feel like it didn't bring any new information for me. I mean, it brought the the 
actual detail, but I was like, oh, okay. You're yeah. saying by the time you got to this, even before we get to the cafe, which is now some years later, yeah. you already knew that yep. was his long game to get Saltburn and that he was behind all this. No, oh, yes, that he was behind all this. I didn't, I'm not sure I knew it was Saltburn, but definitely, yeah, like, like mm-hmm. to be in this life. I, yes. Whether it was, yes. if, if he had started dating her, that would have been, sure, I would have believed that too. Like, But yes, he was desperate and was going to be a part of this life no matter what. Right, right. And yeah. so yeah. the last piece though, I guess, for the movie is how he actually gets um, Elspeth to, I guess, she's lonely now. He sees her <clears throat> at this cafe um, and she's like, you're so handsome and you're all grown up and... and yeah. He ingratiates himself with her and somehow, I guess, gets her to turn Saltburn over to him. But yeah. you you see now at the end her on this like deathbed ventilator or whatever. And yeah. and it's him. We now know from that opening scene that this was him telling her the story. And now we get these flashbacks to all the ways in which he did end up, you know, tricking Farley and then killing Felix and all that. And how everything is yeah. his responsibility and, and, and um. I don't think it, I realized it went back to that was new information that it went back to the bike tire yeah he had put the exactly yeah, that this he put the all, nail in that a, yeah, yeah a long con as you said yeah. and he says to her accidents are for people like you for the rest of us there's work and unlike you I know how to work I loved that yeah I love that so I would have thought it was over there but because then when he rips the um, yeah, that was dramatic. that was intense that was yeah yeah and like faux sexual but not and yeah right because he's on top of her like he like mounted her kind of like he did with Farley in an earlier scene and yeah but then it's it's yeah and then he pulls the thing out of her mouth I mean it's dramatic fashion like yeah yeah but also totally sexual yeah Yeah. Mm mm-hmm yeah uh, but then we then we cut back to Saltburn, and now his plan, I guess, has has worked, and Saltburn is his. And I and I guess he was um, the original plan was from just to sort of walk around naked and sort of claiming his new territory. But yeah. I guess Emerald Fennell, she wanted something bigger to conclude the movie, something bolder. Sure. So. He got naked and danced to murder on the dance floor. Um, Sophie yeah. Ellis Baxter's 2001 hit. Another instantly infamous slash iconic yes. scene yeah. from this. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't think this is a WTF. By now, I was like, yeah, this makes for like this. This yeah. to me felt very, <laughs> yeah, on brand, yeah. very appropriate. Yeah. And he really, really nailed it. I mean. Yeah, it was great. It was like, like he's just it just shows. Yeah, like his like. I thought it was the perfect, yeah, perfect ending. Yeah, and the music gonna burn this goddamn house down. That's like the lyrics. You know, he's victorious in the end. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Thought it was the perfect ending. Yeah. Yeah. So what won this for you? Is now making. Oh, I know. A resurgent. I listened to it. I was like, it's everywhere. This is is what happens. yeah. I feel like you love this so much. Like, what what could win for you? You probably you the, probably have so many. The winners. only thing, yeah, no. The thing that won for me is the thing that we have. Like, I, when I do when I think about my who won, it's like what haven't we really talked about? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the acting is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, these scenes are incredible. 
it's salt burn for me. Yeah. Because we, ha- I mean, the house is exquisite. Yeah. Every shot, the color, like the the symmetry of of the scenes and the whole thing, the maze, it is perfection, absolute perfection. And yeah. That. And it's a character. I mean, one. this is a this this yeah. was what she was trying to make one of those those movies that she love are these classic like English manor house like remains yeah. of the day and atonement and but also she says she like loves like the tortured love stories of like the Bronte sisters that also mix in a little violence and obsession I mean she really and Saltburn was just but she also didn't want it to look like one you've seen before and I also think she does do like Saltburn had to be one of those but unique i mean she really did nail it with that um yes absolutely it felt like i said i had vibes of of the shining for sure but it was totally unique for me Mm -hmm. totally unique and just beautiful the shining was always supposed to be ominous even in its beauty and this was was beautiful almost in a taunting way which is but that's Perfect what she's so good at, right? Even with Promising yeah. Young Woman. I mean, it's candy-coated and the color and the visuals are beautiful, it's but true. it's a dark revenge um, story. So yeah. Um, yes. so for she me, so I had good. a little trouble with the who one because I was yeah. like, what one? I don't even know. Um, I, I mean, Emerald Fennell won for me, but we're going to talk about her anyway. So I was like, yeah. so I, I'm going to go with Rosamund Pike really because... I really did love her character, but I also think I was so desperate um, when watching it to, I, I knew she was in it and I knew Carrie Mulligan was in it, but I didn't know how much. So I think when I, once Carrie Mulligan was just sort of in and out, I sort of held on to Rosamund Pike's character because I was just like, I loved her lines, but also I, I wanted to see more of, of her. And I thought she did, she got, had some of the best like one-liners. We talked about the one about yes. the horror of ugliness. Um, but even when she's talking about Venetia to him, it's like she delivers these horrible lines, like just a terrible person, like talking about her own daughter as like sexually incontinent and like, you know, fingers for pudding to talk about her bulimia. And he's just like, oh, you know, I didn't know. And she's like, exactly. It hasn't even helped. Complete waste of time. I mean, it's a horrible thing to say, but only, I do believe only Rosamund Pike can deliver that in this weird likability and mm-hmm. sort of like, I don't know, like there's a, there's, it's so, I thought she, there's a reason she was probably nominated. I mean, I do think she was fantastic in this Agreed. particular role. So I, I agree. I'm going to give it to her. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I, absolutely. Yeah. Emerald Fennell, what she's, by the way, everything that you're saying I mean, now that we're talking, it's maybe not quite as parallel as I thought in the beginning, but this is how I felt about Barbie. Like, the movie had so much to talk about. Like, there was so much to, to mm-hmm. discuss, but nothing really landed for me. Except and I the could American appreciate it was speech. more. I think that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was um, into, more intellectual yeah. than it mm-hmm. was like, oh, I, this is, I get why this is good. I get why this is creatively brilliant and this one was mine this was the thing to land for me with what she said so or no you're saying this movie the movie this exactly right i agree with you same thing only we're reaching different conclusions um in in terms of how they feel yeah but i think yours yeah and yours was barbie and mine was saltburn Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and we love both writers and 
creators and directors yes. here. Oh, um, right. And by the way, the reason I brought that up because was I cannot believe we didn't mention that Emerald Fennell was in Barbie. She was in Barbie? I didn't know she was in Barbie. She, she was Midge, the pregnant Barbie. Oh, stop it. Well, she yeah. admittedly is only in for five seconds because they were like, we can't look at Midge is what they say. <laughs> no way. Yeah. I did not know yeah, that. Look at that. That was so cool. That is awesome. So cool. Wow. I, I mean, that. she is. Yeah. I mean, we talked about her with Promising Young Woman. I mean, she is an actress as well as being a writer and director. Um, and not just like, I mean, she was in Killing Eve. She was in The Crown. Oh, yeah. Emmy the Crown? nominated. Mm-hmm. Like, so in addition to also, you know, winning Best Original Screenplay at the Oscars for Promising Young Woman. I mean, she's a multi-talented, hyphenated. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, You're right. This is not a, I couldn't get cast, so I decided to turn my my hand to writing. This is, she is prolific on every level. It's amazing. So what, I, I, I want to talk about her Libra-ness, if, if I yes. may. Yes. Um, okay, good. Absolutely. Because we did yeah. identify her it's as a Libra. It's all over this movie. It's all over this movie. And that it's- is something I feel like just jumps out i mean i guess it was yes. true with promising young woman too in the sense that she makes it, beautiful things and libras yes. are ruled by venus which is the planet of love beauty, beauty. and romantic relationships right so yeah. and so many articles talk about her sort of mention beauty and how that's a theme in this and how she's yeah. interested in it um but libras right also are represented by the scale and mm. They can't see, you know, I, I say I feel attached to Libras, but it's only my rising sign. But it is, you see, she sees the beauty, but you, you're you going to weigh that against the opposite, like the ugliness, like the darkness. Mm. Like, I do think there is always this, like, two-sidedness. I'm doing this thing with my hands that, that people can't yeah. see. Um, so, yeah. yeah, you weigh, and, and that is true in what she does. Like, it is visually beautiful, but you are also always looking at the ugliness or the darkness as well. To and balance. To balance it out. out, right? That and, is so interesting because we've, I feel like we've, ta- I know we've talked about it, you and I offline, but how the Gemini, the twins, they get the bad rap for their duality and yeah. like being two-faced and be. But I call it on Pisces and I yeah. call it on Libra mm-hmm. that there are two sides, two very different and distinct sides. The the Pisces, there's one fish swimming upstream, one fish swimming downstream. Libra, it's the scales that are on either side of of the the stem. And I, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, that she balances out the horror the ugliness with just sheer visual beauty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and then I read something on CoStar about Libras, and it said Libras are so attracted to the idea of beauty that they even find beauty in other people's flaws. They believe Mm. everyone is capable of being beautiful and that anything that convinces them otherwise is just an illusion. And Interesting. Yeah, and it made me this. So this is what she said. Someone asked her about um, the question was notions of beauty and desire are at the very heart of Saltburn. The characters are beautiful, yet were repulsed by the ugliness of their actions. How did you navigate that dichotomy? And she said, I think I love this line. She says, I think beauty has no morality. Right. So like think Mm. of what CoStar just said. Right. Like I see beauty even in the flaws. Like 
because she says Rosamund Pike's character Elsbeth says I have a horror of ugliness and we do equate beauty with moral goodness or cleanliness we always have it's madness that we don't that we just don't expect gorgeous people to be vile I'm most interested in sympathy for the devil and what we Mm. as an audience are willing to go along with if we like someone it's our complicity and thinking about what we will put up with if we think someone is really hot or really interesting. The thing that is interesting about any relationship and any power dynamic is that all of us are just self-deluded all the time. Almost every person in this film absolutely thinks they're a good person. And the fact that they're not isn't remotely relevant to them. But it's the same, yes. <laughs> right? She goes, but it's the same for me. If I had to think of it at all i'd say generally i'm a good person but that would bear no scrutiny because i'm not really uh, right so which is amazing because it is the flip i'm gonna call it on aries being the flip side of that which is they always think they're the worst person in the world when mm-hmm. clearly that's not so singular but uh, talking about how the worst person in the world that movie i'm like oh yeah this is my life you know it's not on purpose and and my good has no relevance to me which is funny but she's spot on yeah she's spot on oh this whole thing which is very libra very libra yes absolutely beauty has no morality yeah and like just and that's what she would say elsbeth is a perfect character rosamund pike she's like they just get away with this because like oh you're attractive and you're this and like all of them felix we just think beautiful people aren't vile but what what she's interested in is just like both sides of that like i love it yes yeah and that also really rings true with again how many moments of mirrors and uh, and reflections and double images we see throughout this movie it just makes perfect sense with that and and also with the libra and with the aesthetic you know everything like you're saying is just beautiful and also, yeah. the same as Promising Young Woman, she said when she sent this script out to people, she always, always sends it, sent it with a playlist and a mood board. Everything starts mm-hmm, with yeah. her with music and the vision. mood and vision. And that yeah. is the aesthetics yeah. are so Libra as well. Like that's something a Libra yeah. would do. They've got to get the whole vibe and the whole aesthetic and the look and the sound. Absolutely. Everything. So it's so funny. My quote from her is, is, Along those same lines, meaning like it is about beauty and it is about dichotomy and the duality. But first I wanted to say, do you at the ending, that moment when he's Ali's explaining what role he had in in each person's death, he poisoned Felix, he left the razor blades for Venetia, um, and how he had plant he planted himself uh for Elspeth. And they show the computer where he has literally written like G-H-J-J-J-J-J, like nothing on the computer. He's not there doing anything. When they show that, they show a montage of him falling to his knees. Do you remember this? Like the bath, he's in the bathtub, he falls to his knees. With Venetia, he falls to his knees. There are all these moments when he's falling to his knees. And I I just felt like there was that vibe throughout this of, of him worshiping oh, yeah. Felix and and the cat and family. But even beyond that, she said, our willingness to prostrate ourselves at the altar of beauty and wealth and our longing for it, even when we know better, even when we know it's not going to love us back. It's about what is our relationship with the things we want? Why do we hate 
them so much? Why do we hate them as much as we love them? I was like, Whoa, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is yeah. right up your alley with the love and hate and the, mm-hmm. oh, my God. I did not think of the on the knees, like in, in prayer, yeah. prostrating. Oh, wow. And there are so, and the grave also, right. he falls to his knees. And that the way he is like the backdrop behind him, the light uh, of like the cloudiness, it's uh, uh, amazing. So good. Oh, I love that. Yeah. She's awesome. She's just a person I want to hang out with, I've decided. Oh, I think I said that last absolutely. time. She seems very cool and very fun in addition to being very brilliant. So, uh, love it. And she love can it. play her playlist for me anytime. Oh, <laughs> so good. I still listen to um, Stars Are Blind. It's still in really? my rotation. I love from, it. From Promising Young Woman mm-hmm. and that pharmacy scene. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. All right, what's next? Takeaways. Oh, crystal ball. Oh, we need crystal yeah, ball. Crystal yeah, sorry, ball. crystal ball. What I I put this on mostly just to, like, what do you yeah. think for someone ball. who didn't? I don't know. I don't want to put words in your mouth about yeah, how you, you felt about it. the movie. I feel like that is when I don't love something or it doesn't quite land for me. I can always imagine something that I wanted it to be. First of all, can um, I ask? Did you watch? Uh, the Talented Mr. Ripley, that I did, movie. a long time ago, and, though. Like, so I really I, don't remember. Did you like it? Just, I don't I'm like, no, I do not like it. I don't remember, yeah. uh, you know, and, and... Yeah, 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 why or any... I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. Into that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what would you have wanted well, for... I wasn't Ollie thinking of what or, I was wanting. I was now thinking, actually, Crystal Ball asked, the only person that's still alive is Farley. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Farley yeah. is com- not going to oh. let this stand. He fucking mm. hates him. He got him yeah. banished. They always had the contentious relationship throughout, as you know. That yeah. karaoke scene, which we didn't talk about, was incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where Farley tries to set him up and that song, oh my God, um, I love you, you pay my rent, um, mm. by the Pet Shop Boys, that... They have such simmering tension between them. Yes. And, un, and you know, Promising Young Woman's a re- revenge story. Now I just have, like, Farley coming back for revenge. That's all yeah, I could think yeah. about was, like, Farley's still out there. Like, what is Farley going to yeah. do? The only one that can take down Oliver is Farley. So in my crystal yeah. ball, Farley is coming back. He is never going to let Oliver have Saltburn. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know if it's going to be right. more mastermindy or just come in like a bad, I mean, bad out of hell. I don't know, but I've got Farley coming back for Oliver is what I yeah. thought in my crystal ball. I, I mean, I think I was similar. I don't think Farley has it in him. I, I think time and time again, he couldn't rise to the challenge. Yeah. I mean, he had many opportunities and he knew who Ollie was throughout the whole movie, but he couldn't quite get it done. He couldn't, couldn't ostracize him, couldn't get him on the bad side of anybody. But I did, I did of course think what's next is like the player has to get played but I don't know I don't and and what kind of cat and mouse that would be and how it would but I just but for me this was one of those things where I just thought the movie was so perfect like I didn't have I'm like I don't know I yeah I I don't have a how would it be different I was just thinking what would happen next more the true crystal ball but I don't know that I could say what I would want it to be different like it'd just be a different movie it's yeah. not like like you know what i mean <sighs> yeah 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 yes yeah. so yeah. 
takeaways. All right, well, then takeaways. Yeah, takeaways. Oh boy, go, well, you go. I'll go first because it's just so so. Yeah. I mean, I've already made it clear that like I'm maybe not the target audience for the movie, or or it just didn't land for me. I don't know that it's that I'm not the target audience, but but what I did take away is an appreciation for or respect for art or content that's divisive. And we've talked about this a lot mm -hmm. of times. Um, you know, for something to be a best-selling book or, a, you know, of the wildly popular book, a movie or TV show, there has to be like usually some mainstream appeal to it to get everyone to like it. There has to be this sort of like maybe sanitized element to it. And a lot of the things mm -hmm. you and I like are not that. They are things that people hate yeah. or think are weird or whatever we joke about ourselves right like that we're polarizing people you either love us or hate us and why would we want you to be any other way like i think neutral about you you know so yeah. <laughs> while i'm sort of in a different camp on this one like i i think i love that it's like this i love that it has evokes these like wildly different reactions from people and i i, I do think i and appreciate that that's that's what I I do want think things like that. I want to watch things like that, even if yeah. I'm on the other side of it. Um, so that was my takeaway. Like, you know what? Maybe I don't. This isn't exactly for me. But but damn, if it's not like good for her. It's like yeah, yeah like yeah. like you. This yeah. is this. I don't think she wants something. And who when you make something, I don't know. Do you, I guess I'm, it's hard to say. Like maybe some people do want the mainstream yes. everyone to go. Yeah. This is great, but. I don't yeah. think if you're her yeah. and you're making this, you know that's not what you're making. And so you're yeah. taking this big swing and making what you want. And so I had a, I have a lot of respect for that. So much respect. And and my takeaway is sort of similar in that. So this is her sophomore effort. She with with Promising Young Woman, she won an Oscar <laughs> for best screenplay. I mean, I would be racked with fear of how you like what you do for your sophomore like what what comes next and I heard her talking about just isolating herself and not letting any of those voices get in and to just do exactly what she wanted to do I don't know the the question there was someone posed the question like so now in your second one you're starting to do things with a little bit more intentionality like your first thing you maybe it completely comes from the writer subconscious but then the second one you're you're being a little bit more intentional and I guess that's what I want to think about like intentionally what do I want to do for another creative project and how can I block out that feedback to really do like get deeper into your own psyche yeah. I guess is really what to, was happening to find there. yourself so, burned yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, uh, I loved it. I loved it. Well, so I'm so much. glad it worked out this way then as we recounted at the beginning. You never know how we how do you guys choose what you are gonna cover? Well, sometimes it's sometimes a circuitous route. It but, is. But sometimes it's Kate was forced to <laughs> watch, watch a some, movie, which and, and Corinne, Corinne didn't is want desperate to avoid looking about. at something too close to her yeah exactly exactly hey you uh, can't make that well, stuff there up there you go exactly <laughs> that's right here we are all right all yeah. right <laughs>